Gabby Yoga here. Today on this episode, we have my friend Teddy, a yoga teacher, non-dual healer, and entrepreneur. He's the co-owner of Good Times Coffee Company, and the coffee is really, really great. Teddy recently moved to the Jersey Shore, and he does so, so much good for our community and our planet. And Carl has even deemed Teddy his favorite yoga teacher. So go ahead, get in your child's pose, and enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Be Easy Podcast, brought to you by your hosts, Carl and Abby O'Brien and Brendan Schuff. So sit back, relax, and be easy. How was the day, Teddy? What did you do today? Um, well, woke up around seven. Well, really, Amigo, our dog, woke us up around like six. But we were able to bunker down in bed until about 7.20, I'd say. And then we went for an, a, walk, a nice walk on the beach like we've been doing early in the morning. And we got yelled at by the police almost immediately. Stop it. We, it was the first day that they actually cared we had our dog on the beach. But uh, really? I mean, it's technically the... Whatever, so we it's because people are allowed on the beach now. Is that it? Oh, well, are there like super visible signs, or did you like? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah we I, always do that I, when we walk down on the Conchi part, where like on the west side there's this little trail, and there's like one sign that says, like Do not walk dogs down on the trail. Oh. And, like, everybody walks by it with their dog, yes, <laughs> very inviting sign. In fact, um, well, actually, later on in the day, we, we went to the beach uh, around two to four um and we were seeing this couple on the beach and they were like where's amigo because because when we take them down a lot actually after right. 6 p.m too and <laughs> amigo is now infamous we realized because we're always yelling at him we're always, amigo! <laughs> yeah, and, right. like, our whole beach block knows his name now which is kind of cool dude isn't it crazy how much dog like we we just made this whole set of friends all through the dog like yeah, just yeah. from hanging out with the dog and you're like, Oh, that's Arnie's friend, uh, crest. Oh, that's Arnie's friend. You know, sometimes I don't even know the parent's name. Oh, I only know the dog's the name. Shout out. That's like oh, Arnie's. God. Crest is Arnie's nemesis. nemesis. He's a fall and he's, uh, he's named after Wildwood crest. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, they got, they must've gotten a tiff early on when he was still a puppy. And ever since then, Arnie sees him anywhere. He's like, bark like get out of here don't you can't come near me wow. and the parents the parents are like super chill shuff they live in the new um they bought a house like right diagonal from you, you really close to you shop really uh up top yeah up top yeah but we were just saying the other day how crazy it is how much the dog like adds to like your living situation and like yeah. the people you meet have you done the dog oh. beach yet yeah it's been pretty it was pretty awesome um the dog even my last dog i'd say the same thing was my uh connection into the world because i don't actually want to like be a part of life sometimes you know what i mean yeah. i don't want to like talk to anybody i don't want to but that's like i realize how that's not exactly a good thing either and part of life is talking to people so the dog is like that connecting piece to the outside world that brings me into all sorts of situations where that you normally wouldn't be to now and talk to me because they know i'm yelling at my dog and my dog <laughs> Yeah, no, my dog's very lovable. So he he brings me out to the world, kind of deal. How'd you get to the name Amigo? 
we visited him in the shelter when we decided to get another dog. It took about a month after Dolly passed. And we it was like, all right, Alexis, I think I'm ready to entertain the idea of another dog. And the very next day, we went to the shelter. And it was oh. the first dog. It was like the only dog we saw. And, right. and oh, Alexis, it was her fault. I can't. Yeah, he's got some spunk. He's fun though. Yeah, he's yeah. like I say it's her fault because she just like saw this one and started like crying, about, you know, against the fence with Amigo. And so um, they said we got can't. a commercial. Yeah, and like they said, he's got a week holding period. So I was a dick, and I was like, "All right, cool. We're gonna come back every day <laughs> until this dog <laughs> had no choice but to be with us." So we were just calling him like our friend, and I just like, oh, I'm man. not gonna name. Yeah, that's him. cool. I'm not gonna name him friend. It's just, yeah, <laughs> friend, comrade. I was all because <laughs> I believe he's Russian. Actually, amigo is a. I know it's his code name is alias. Yeah, it's his alias. It's a long story. Gray <laughs> <laughs> in Montgomery County, if you could believe that, because I don't know why, where, or why there would be stray dogs in Montgomery County, but that's what he was. That's weird. That's how my brother found his dog. So, that's well, German Tom Pike was it really Montgomery? I County? guess that was more Philly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, adoption's definitely the way to go. So this yeah. is Teddy. This is the eleventh time that we've got together to do this. Sweet. So you're the you're the eleventh session. Um, we're Very super awkward. excited. You're here. This is the the most awkward it will get is right now, because um, this is the beginning. But anyway, I think I wanted to talk first about how I keep referring to you as my yoga teacher. <laughs> and I don't really refer to anyone else as that because I'm like, I was just telling Shuff, I was like, yeah, man. I, I said, he was the first slow flow class I took. I said, once I took it, it was his first slow flow class. And then we kind of like, I was like, oh, car, you know, I don't think I missed the week while it was happening. Reliable, man. No, yeah, we not. became the regulars. And I said, I told Shuff, it was like me and Teddy's class. And then sometimes other people would show up. <laughs> it pushed me to uh, actually keep doing a different class every week. Because I was <laughs> Right? Yeah. Like, I don't want to. Had to change it up. I, yeah, exactly. Had to change it up. And dude, it's funny you mentioned that. Like, wow. Yeah, I still look back on my first few yoga teachers. And like, they were my yoga teachers kind of deal that's pretty cool and and other and since you get to learn that everybody is in fact uh your life teacher i was just thinking about this today it's really strange when did you get into yoga um five years ago at least i don't know I, it was like a 40 dollar for 40 days stint uh, oh wow but i could try this out i briefly got into it with p90x because it helped my i had heard it would help your back and I had pretty immobile wrists and stuff and tendonitis and tendonitis and whatnot. So it really did actually create a little bit more mobility there. It was really just to um, support working out, which I was doing pretty extensively and probably damagingly also to a certain extent, but I didn't know that. So yoga was like the supplement that superseded at some point all my other stuff. And then it became yoga. It kind of fits for me like that too, because I feel like you know, golf is obviously like my main source of exercise, but again, I get the back, I get the arms, the legs, like I'm sore. And when I started doing it more and more, I don't feel the same type of soreness. Like Shuff, I know you feel sore after back to back 18. Well, he's also uh, sitting at a desk all day, which doesn't help your no, hips No, yeah, we're either. both sitting in desks all day, which doesn't help the hips. But no, again, I felt it very helpful of keeping me stretched and tall and I felt better. What's yeah. funny is for years, I would always say like, I want to start doing yoga to, for golf. And I actually never went through with it. And then Carl 
secretly went out and started doing yoga. He didn't even tell anybody for a while. He was a little nervous. I think I was ner- no, I wasn't nervous. I was more like, "Am I gonna like it? If this is really Abby's thing, what if I screw it up? Like, I don't want to be, you know, yeah. messing with it." And it it was. I mean, it just worked out. Like, it kind of just worked out. I found my spot. I didn't bother her. And um, it's actually tough for me to take her classes. Yeah. <laughs> unless you're in the backyard. Well, yeah, unless I'm in the backyard, which was tight. That was fun. Are you still putting some up, Teddy? Are you still kind of teaching right now? No. And, you know, no. it's it's okay. I, I was leading. I just finished up last night. We had a, a seven-week course. It was pretty much between some really close friends. Um, it was about the eight-limbed yoga path of Ashtanga, which is, I mean, I don't know how much we want to get into it, but, like, there's eight limbs of yoga in this whole tradition of yoga, and they have a lot to do with the philosophy just behind uh, the poses. And so like we, we focused on one each week as a group for an hour and uh, we called it our satsang, which is basically a spiritual support group. And that's what we did. So like that yeah, was- I'm so mad I missed it. <laughs> yeah, that, oh yeah. Uh, yeah we'll do it again. But there is, there's just something that really speaks to you when you add in that like spiritual and it, philosophical it, it, element to really like ground it. And give it purpose. It's, it's that's what I love about it. It's not even like anything to believe. It's um, you just see how it in effect is everywhere. You everything you do. Uh, yeah, I think you would really dig it, Chef. I feel like to me the the breathing of it. I, yeah, because I'm more I'm more I think again on the spiritual and like the making me feel like more there and like relax and don't like let the rest of the stuff get to me. Like that's what the yoga was doing for me, and the fact that it was exercise as well was a plus. After it happened, now I do, I yoga, I'm breathe. I do it constantly. Yeah, man. Like anytime I need to like get focused or calm down, I'm like. Yes. And it's, <laughs> Chef, try it one time. In through the nose. <laughs> I think one yeah. of the biggest lessons we took from that in our breathing, because uh, we had a class based on breathing and pranayama. It's one of the limbs. It's, uh, mm-hmm. and, um, just like in anything else that we teach about it, it's not like just the fact that you do it because that's awesome, but it's really about how you do it and the who you, who that does it. So it's like if you were to, and I, this ain't you, Carl, but if you're on the golf course and you're, or maybe it is you, I don't know, and you're, and you're, you're, you're effing up the putt or whatever. Right. I, excuse my you're last speaking well, yeah. Golf, and you can say fuck uh, on this show. It's a good. <laughs> You're yeah, doing it right. I, I, golf terms, but you know, you're mucking up with a putt yeah. and you're like, yeah, and you're like 10 feet away and then you're one foot away and then you sit and then you could choose to breathe. Um, that's fine, but it, it's really about how you do it. And if your intention is a little bit of kindness towards yourself, it's, it's without the expectation that it's going to make the putt better, the next putt better. It's just to put you right where you are. And that's, that's really it. Chef, I, we need to be doing virtual classes with Teddy. I miss you so much. Well, Teddy's got the, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if it's the voice or just the vibe that he puts out, but it's calming. Yeah, well, right now I bet, I bet I am very calming because I am tired, man. I, <laughs> I went for, um, also today we, there were the waves this morning were so, it was like glass, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I, so I took my powder board out around two expecting the same. And it was just, like if you got if you're a person who gets seasick, you would get seasick on these waves that were out there. It was so choppy, and I was just like facing the wind, going as hard as I could, and my entire body was just afterwards. And it took a few hours, but then I realized, wow, I I really drained myself. So like the yoga, the physical yoga, and what I'm doing today, 
um, because of some back stuff going on, my, my yoga is pretty much changed physically. So like I'm on the board and that I consider as much yoga as I'm doing, because really essentially I'm doing a chair pose the entire time. I'm just focused on the core, the balance and going up and down on the waves and, and like, <laughs> yeah. Have you been able to do any poses on the board? Huh? He's have, doing chair pose. Chair, chair pose, but like, I know you tried to do it and Abby was, cause our buddy has, oh, I tried to do like airplane, just stand on one. Standing in a, in a, in a, in the bay with no waves. Yeah. It's, I mean, I do that. I, I go out there. I do a little bit of stretching and stuff on the board. So we, are you, are you getting into like other activities since now you live at the shore? Uh, yeah, I've been then. running more, which I haven't been running in years, but like it kind of started inadvertently with, uh, I mean, like it's even weird to talk about to you because it, it sounds like I'm bloating, but I'm not. I just like started picking up trash along the beach, which I'm sure you've seen. And like, oh, we know. And I we know. You know what? This would go faster if I was running. And so I started running and, and like now I'm out there every day. It's just, it's just a short, like two, two, almost two and a half miles, but I'm able to cover a good, I don't care about how fast I go. Right. And, like I'm doing a lot of uh, breathing and core and just tucking in the core. Cause again, it's my back that's been giving me trouble. So like, really it's, it's yoga without, it's not a yoga class, but it's just yoga in that I'm just doing that. Yeah. And trash is really just like the thing that goes along with it. Cause it just keeps me right here. Especially. You've been finding some insane shit. It's kind of, I mean, it's awful. It's sad. It's, it's sad. It's sad, but I'm happy that it's not on the beach anymore <laughs> and it's in wherever you're putting it. Um, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm, this sounds like, this sounds like, uh, what would be the word? It sounds like I'm grandstanding, but I'm really not. Like, you're not, though. It's a lot to me that, yeah, I, I mean, I say to Alexis, like, I think of every single, like, plastic piece as another fish, which is strange. I went today, I was on the run, and I, I did see my first sea turtle, I think I've ever seen on the East Coast. What? It was that big. It was, I mean, oh, it was dead little. in the beach, and it had a little piece of plastic around its foot. Oh, that's my spirit like, animal. I, mean, oh, no, I, mean, Teddy, I saw his hat too, Carl. Your hat, and I was yeah. dude, that's Teddy, it. you're fighting the good fight. I mean, it plastics the enemy of this world. Shuff yeah. hates plastic probably more than any other person I've ever met. I mean, I just you know the the analogy is like if you're if your backyard like you would keep your backyard nice no matter what. So like I don't understand why we don't try to keep the entire world nice no matter yeah. Like, no matter what we're doing to it, no matter what people, even if people can deny, you know, we're doing anything to this planet, you still keep it nice. Yeah. So what you're doing is really cool because, like, I just looked up stats again today, like, 8 million tons of tr plastic per year go into the ocean. Yeah. Um, I don't really claim to understand it. Uh, no one does. I, I think, I, I mean, I, I theorize a lot about in my head. I guess I've never like said it out loud. So it'd be interesting to discuss it with you all. But it's like, I think people, um, I have a lot of theories. They believe, hmm, they believe they already work so hard. They work enough. They do enough. They give enough. So why do, I, or, or it's this. It's not my job. It's the trash man's job on the street. Cause you know, in Conchahokan was the same thing. There's just trash on the street. And really all that's usually happening is something falls out of the trash cans or something and the garbage men they're like the or it's windy every trash yeah, right. <laughs> and so that's it's not like malice in all cases and not at all it, it just happens but but i don't my theories around why people just don't pick it up is simply because maybe they think it's not my job that's it 
And, you know, we are very busy in all parts of our life. And I think we uh, busy ourselves up to a point where we start, we, we stop caring about other things. That's Is all. the, the short town you're in mainly residents or do you guys get, um, like, is it a beach town? Uh, it's mostly, it's probably mostly beach town. It used to be more residential. It's still decently residential, but I think it's only 4,500 local residents full time. Oh, wow. Okay. Year round. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We said the other day, we went to the, we, we took a day trip. To that, to that beach. We did Longport Dog Beach. Longport. I was going to text you, and I, we talked about it on the way down. I don't know. I, just, I said the same thing. It was like a Wednesday. I'm like, the beach, the beach, we're always happy at the beach. Why don't we just go to the beach? Why That's, don't we just move there? And I think it's fucking awesome that you guys kind of did that. It's really cool. Yeah, that, that was my thought behind it. Does right? it feel like super satisfying? Like, are you waking up every day like, holy shit. Like, I, my favorite thing is there, and we're here, and I love it. It, it is honestly too lucky, and uh, yeah. I can only be grateful for it. Uh, it started as a search, um, just typing in duplex into uh, Zillow, like, and then I'm going to make the long story of it as short as I can. <laughs> New people down here already said, what do you think about this place to the realtor that I knew? Who's a friend more than a realtor to me, you know? And, uh, and all of a sudden, we were here, like, four months later. I mean, it just kind of happened in such quick turnaround fashion. And yeah, I feel like I pressed the cheat code because I'm able to live here uh, cheaper than rent. And, uh, you know, moving to the shore town is, uh, I mean, that's buku bucks usually. And like, I never considered that I would be here among the giants, literally the giant houses to overshadow my little home. And that's cool by me. It's just like, I press, I don't know what happened. You're there. That's all that matters. I just like found some cheat code in life. I don't get it. Yeah. All I can do is be grateful for it, really. How long ago did you guys move down there? Um, May May 11th or something. Yeah. So less than a month. Right about a month. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. I mean. Guess guess what we got into outdoorsy wise. What? Outdoor wise. Outdoorsy. This quarantine. (laughs) Yeah, we, we bought a kayak. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Kayaks are the absolute best. We had Arnie on it. We went out. So Abby's got there's a road, the lake right around here. It's like 25 minutes away. So we bought the thing. It took all day to get it ready. I racked the car. It was like a nightmare. Parking lot for like three hours. How will we leave? And then we finally get out. They went. They went full noob and bought like every single thing you could possibly. Oh, had to get a car carrier, a life vest. You need a goddamn whistle. (laughs) You need all the stupid things in order to do it. They're all safety precautions. Like if you don't have them, again, like. You get car, a ticket. Like, car rack. Uh, a car rack, yeah. Now I need to get... Well, it's there's 13 more I need and a half feet. I got to get a cooler I keep calling it the boat. <laughs> but anyway, and I, we loved it. It was like awesome. Like we're out on the water. Arnie's in the middle. It is the best. I, I had the tunes awesome. going. We were hanging out. It was super cool. I think we're going to try to do it a lot. And yeah. everybody's like, what are you going to do when you get home? I said, wouldn't it be really cool to just go kayak next to the art museum and wave at people? Yeah. And drive I was like, yeah. I've always thought I've been I've wanted one for a while, and Abby's always like, "When are we gonna kayak?" Well, you golf, so I don't know when we kayak. I mean, and when I say golf, it's all weekend, everything. Yeah, but it's really early. I have plenty of time. I yeah, think we're this, done by eleven. Right, right? Yeah, see, we're done by eleven. Screw you guys. Not the days you play thirty six. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> or the weekends, you're in a tournament every weekend. We don't do thirty six anymore. Or no. you have to play this match by this date. That's the way it goes. <laughs> Life, wife of a golfer. Oh my goodness, you're making yeah. us sound terrible. You're not. Um, you're not. <laughs> I hate golf. <laughs> people do, Teddy, and we know people will dislike golf on, I on the show. Understand. Not for everyone. I don't. It's you know. it's very slow paced. 
Yeah. 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 I just lose my attention by like whole six. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, like even if you've only been there a month, you've already like had a bunch of these trash man videos out. So I hope I, I hope you just keep, I mean, I was you keep doing them. I don't know what. Maybe no, we start. hope that there's less we trash. We want more, less trash, but more <laughs> videos. Start uh, a movement down there. I don't want, I don't know. It ain't a movement. Yeah. Just, mm. I don't know what it is. It's just, like I said, I'm basically just exercising and then there's trash. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, that sounds like the start of a movement to me, to be honest, That's watching cool. all the videos. Cool, man. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. So I think one of the other things we wanted to, to talk to you about a little bit, Teddy, is um, the non-dual healing. Non-dual. Yeah. Did I say it correctly? Non-dual. Yeah, okay. Because I, but I also looked up another. What was the other word? I can't say. Um, hallucinin. Hallucin. 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 Hallucinogenic. Oh, there you. Okay. What do you? What do you? Oh, am I saying the word correctly? It's H. Oh my God. Oh. Y-L-C-N, right? H-O-Y-L-C-N. Yeah. Oh, is he talking about the word halcyon? There it is, halcyon. Yeah. I read about both today. The non-dual, the non-dual was, was interesting to me. Um, and well, let's I, talk about it. What I, is I, it? I want to. And I think, I, I honestly think it's, um, from what I've read, it's, it doesn't, in the last couple of years for me, I feel like things like that, seem more real to me as a possibility one and two my mom used to be very holistic as i was growing up so i was definitely exposed to it but i would love to hear you explain it to these two it makes well i'm sure you already know it a little bit i mean they don't i do happy no i mean it's in your it's in yoga and maybe that's yeah. why maybe tapped into it a little bit more it's um uh man i don't even know where to start it's just the perspective non non-dual thinking or non-dual perspective just simply means you include it all um you you see all opposites as being equally important as the other opposite and everything you don't cut anything out of life um there's sadness there's joy there and there's only sadness and joy because of each other and there's there's i mean man there's a million ways to talk about it i mean we can just talk we need we need to we need to a scope to talk of it through. So I think yoga might be a good one we can all talk about here. Yeah. Um, hmm. non well, yoga in itself means union, right? So if yoga means union, what does it mean union with? And a whole bunch of yoga texts people would say, for example, there's the small self with the larger self. There's the personal, here's my experience in the world. Here's how I see it. Here's how I walk in it, breathe in it, talk in it feel it and then there is also everything outside of my experience and then there's this space in between that we kind of connect and relate through so mm -hmm. where to go from there yeah i like how it, it i like teddy how it talked about yeah, i lost myself <laughs> about shrinking about shrinking the ego yeah. or, or or kind of bringing it down to say like you said like everything that's happening is important. It's all part of yeah. like one sequence mm -hmm. or one thing. It's the circle of life. Right. I well, like, I think I they talk, like... the dual is like the one in one, right? Yeah. And it's like you, you, you have like a, a, an ego that's within you, but then you also need to understand that the rest of what's around you also has an importance just as much as you. And once you like accept right. it, that it's all like 
working together, I feel like it gives you a very calming feeling. And so, and lately again, I feel like since I started practicing more and reading a little bit more about it, like it really, sometimes when I would normally get really angry or stressed or like let myself get over, sometimes I can now bring it back because I go, I'm like, Oh, you know what? Tough tough to do. It is, but it's like whatever she's thinking about or whatever is happening over here or whatever's mm, happening over there is more, right. Is important as well. It's crazy. It's crazy. What, what adding that does though. But I find it wild because I also read how it can help some people recover from like traumatic situations also Mm -hmm. by being able to go to that place. And I don't want to minimize how important the ego is here either. That's, um, I, and I know you didn't necessarily mean to do that. That's fine. It's it's okay. (laughs) You call it in, uh, this one school I'm part of, I I just kind of learn, I learn about this stuff. I'm not I need teachers for this stuff. So I'm at the tail end of a four-year school program. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's called, it's called a non-dual Kabbalistic healing. So they get, essentially they go through the roots of the Kabbalah for teachings and the Kabbalah had a lot to to say about this stuff. And one of which is we don't, we don't necessarily override our ego as if it's not important or non-existent. Um, That's why I said, the start non-dualism is essentially including it all. So you include this unhealed ego, let's say, um, in with the rest of reality, and you try and just open up your vision a little bit more to see that there's much more than what you think you see. So, you know, our vision and how we go about the world and our attitude, our demeanor and our mood, a lot of that is affected by our histories, our traumas, our made-up imaginations, our fears, um, our emotions, which I'm not discounting. These are important things and they, they kind of make up who we are. And so our personality is who we are. And I don't want to diminish that and say, it's about transcending that because it's kind of impossible anyways. You can't, you're, you're stuck sure. here. You know, this is who it is. Yeah. It's yeah. not changing. I can't more. <laughs> you know, so like it's understanding yes. And so much more. That's all. So it, I could see how, like you said, it is good for healing and traumatic um, healing and whatnot, because, I mean, it has done that for me personally, just to, uh, I don't know, go behind what I think I see alone and see that, indeed, I'm made up of much more than any terms or terms or set of words can ever sum up. It's, you are indeed just as much a part of life as the tree or yeah. whatever. It's no, great. I agree. It's, it's, I needed it's, something to blow my mind and not just get hired. Stuff right there. <laughs> Teddy, I just did chakra training and that was mind blowing to me. We didn't have that in my teacher training. And I really, yeah. yeah. How'd you, so, all right. So who'd you do it with? Was it, what was it? Was it separate from something else or was it just chakra? It was a 25 hour chakra training. A laughing awesome. Lotus, the studio in New York did it. Awesome. It was virtual. It was right when COVID hit. Yeah. Um, which was kind of cool. There was about 65 people in it kind of from all over. And, and yeah, you meet some new people, you know, they did zoom breakouts and we practiced together every day and they really rooted the different classes into the seven chakras. And it was cool. I'm trying to now sit back and as I plan a class, not just walk in and do it, but bring more meaning, I think was the biggest piece that stood out to me is there's so much meaning in theory. And especially during times like this, you need to almost ground people and center them and give them something to chew on while they're, you know, moving their bodies and breathing. It was definitely, and they do it so well. The way people thread it through the class. I like, you know, 
my style of teaching and I've only been teaching two years. So I'm so, which so always beginner, blows my mind. I forget. Is get in there, years. kick their asses and get out. Right. <laughs> and have some fun. But there's so much more to it. And I yeah, think um, the last three, four months has been a game changer in my personal teaching and practice and everything. So I'm not going to say you don't need to know that stuff and learn it because you do need to learn if you're going in with the intention now of using that chakra um, as sort of a backbone to class, the, the chakra knowledge. It's good to know that. But it's nothing you need to go do in class, Abby. It's just you're you're opening up the pathway so that if someone is there to meet it in that moment, then they're going to meet it no matter what happens, yeah. no matter what you you're say. Right. So and you're there's good. ways you can cue things to like bring that chakra to life. Yeah. You know, you could cue warrior two the same in every class, but if it was a grounding class, how would you cue warrior two? Mm, well, you start from the root up. Well, right. So, but if it was, <laughs> oh, you didn't. They're so <laughs> fast, dude. They're so Teddy. They're right, so you start from the root up. They're so quick. But if it was, uh, you know, I can't even think of the chakras right now. It's been a day, uh, but uh, something else. Intuition. How would you cue that? Hmm. Right. Maybe you'd start somewhere else, not the feet. Yeah, depends too on your. They're talking in code, Chef. They're talking in code now. Yeah, Look, there he goes to the. Well, yeah, that yeah. was cool. I, I, I go right here when I think of intuition, for instance, or I go up here. It depends, but yeah. you talk about the chest and the shoulders and the heart and the opening and the. Yeah. I mean, you got it. You're going to talk. I, you would be doing an intermediate class. You would need to have people who already have a ground level understanding of what's going on with their body so that they can tune in here without um, either one of two things, going overboard on everything else to morph their body to match that, or they're just focusing on here and forgetting the rest of the body. And so you got it. it yeah. Just take it slow. That's the job as a teacher, just to make sure no one's out of whack. Really. I mean, by that, I mean alignment. Like I really only care about alignment in a physical yoga class because I myself have experienced what happens if you're out. And it's like, I'm not here to hurt you. So, yeah, you just take it as where you meet the person where they are, essentially, in, in class. Jeff, have we convinced you yet? I feel like we need, no, what I feel like needs to happen is we need to have Teddy back and we need to do one where yeah. Teddy does a class with the three of us. Yeah, and then we talk about it after the class. I think it would be hmm. that, that sounded a that sounded a lot like a golf instructor talking about my golf swing. So yeah, or even a meditation <laughs> session, Teddy with Shop. I think he would enjoy that as well. Yeah, yeah well, um, I, pull, I got into my first like holistic like activity of last year, which was uh, cryotherapy. Which mm. is, I don't know if it's necessarily holistic, but it's different though. It's outside the the norm, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Is that where it's really, really cold? Yeah, Chef said it's like negative 225 degrees inside the thing. Fuck that. <laughs> it sounds crazy. Nope, I want the heat. I want more of it. <laughs> no, like I, I definitely would be interested in, in... I think he would really like it. And I think he would like a slow flow. Because yeah. it eases you in. You yeah. don't feel... And then once... See, now that I... See, the problem with me is now I want to hold poses. So now when I go to like her class or Ange or any of the other instructors, I'm like, guys, dude back up like are we i feel like the warm-up is over and it was like 10 seconds slow down slow down yeah, slow down. yeah you're, you're it's american yoga man it's kind of fun <laughs> it's fun I like all the time i said i said and she abby gets she doesn't get mad but i feel opinionated when i'm like i said you and the girls it's like 
yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah, go. And I said, when I come into Teddy, he's like, hey, Cobb, what's up? And then everyone just kind of relaxes. And I come out of there, like, dropped three degrees, and I'm back to, like, it's it's no comparison. It it, it really is. Because that's slow flow we were doing, you know, like. It's slow flow where you, like, just take, take poses longer or. You'll you'll hold them longer. The breathing comes into effect more. You're you're really stretching to loosen. You're not like so when they flow shuff, like they can get into a sequence where you might be doing four or five poses like within one motion. Like you're going from like from you know um, half moon right down, like like up to, like they they keep moving. They don't stop as much. When we do slow flow with Teddy you might hold something for 14 or 15 breaths. It's so hard to hold one yeah. thing for that long. And the That's other thing that Teddy's really not. good at, and then Teddy, I got I want to pull my two stalker points for you because that ties back to my hometown. I just but, you talking about me like this. <laughs> I warned you. Right? I warned you. So, but what I liked about Teddy is, again, with, with the stretches and he, he just, you, you're so focused on what's happening then and in the, in the space that you forget about the rest of the shit. And he always like makes a point to say that like, Hey, whatever's going on out there, it's not going on in here. We can focus <laughs> on what we're doing in here. And then yeah. maybe I feel like you always, you say, maybe you can bring something from in here out there. That's kind of like yeah. this podcast. Exactly, cool. dude. Exactly. Yeah. So stalker, you're practicing in our slow flow, especially we're practicing building space which is already there but we're now practicing recognizing space and making more conscious decisions in that space so that's what i mean by bringing it out to class like it i i'm asking carl how much i feel calmer (laughs) when i get there i just next to each other wow yeah we are next to each other yes i know right so widener grad did you graduate from widener did you go to widener yeah, that's what put me in Pennsylvania for ten. Really? Years. So, yeah. so I'm I'm from Ridley. Oh yeah, man. That's yeah, <laughs> like right down the road, like Ridley High School, and I had a bunch of buddies that went to Widener. Um, Shuff even visited Widener with me at one point. Uh, it's like a struggling. I don't even know what I was at that point, but I had to pay the rent, so we went home <laughs> and I sold some guitars, and then we stopped at a party in Widener and drove back at eight a.m. in the morning. So uh, you also you showed me the first uh wa- that was the time you showed me the first Wawa ever as a well. Wawa, right? Oh my god! Because in my where I grew up, in, where I grew up in Folsom, Pennsylvania, store number one, the first Wawa ever exists in Folsom, PA. Yes. Yeah. But um, your stepdad was pissed and they wanted to close. <laughs> he wrote a letter. <laughs> he wrote he wrote a letter to Wawa and said, "I can't he believe you're it closing." Should be a museum. He thought it should <laughs> oh, be. A museum. But so, what did you study at Widener? I forget. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to think back. It was just marketing, you know, some bullshit. Yeah, okay. What year? <laughs> what year? Uh, business undecided for two okay. years, kind of deal. You know, I wanted to go to college for music, and I don't think it was allowed, or some shit happened. I forget. Really, music. Yeah. Teddy's also a drummer. If you guys didn't know, yeah. I mean, I really liked some. I really love the theory behind all music too. And wow, and I, I, we got to get him and my brother together. To talk yes. music theory. How? Where'd you learn to play drums? Um, by myself in my basement. That's pretty. I've cool. made terrible noises for two years before I was any good. You know. And you, I, band like, well, band? So. Uh, you had to have played in a band. Yeah, I mean, just like uh, private bands, like high school. Uh, Damn. Like uh, some, we. I mean, we were playing some metal shit. We were playing um, Metallica covers and shit. We were. Wow. We were playing uh, 
progressive. Uh, not even one of my favorite bands, but Trivium. We did we submitted like this cover song to Trivium, and we got chosen like a, the best, the best cover. Trivium cover. Bit. Yeah, the best That's cover cool. trivia, like shit like that. We just I like, was into, like well, that. I was also a drummer early oh. on. I played like all the way through probably eighth grade, and because my aunt's actually a percussion specialist, she was you know a teacher, so she taught me, but. It's funny. I never continued. I mean, I, st- I started playing sports and then I stopped and then I went back to it. Mm. So like when I was in just going into college, that's when I got into music again. Um, and like, I oh, started like a friend band, me and my buddy, Sean, Cobb and Slob play covers all the time. We used to do the coffee shop circuit Our where I would like loved it. go hang out at coffee shops. We played no the open way. mics. Write our own tunes, you yeah, know. Awesome. I was like that's my thing for a couple of years, like really into it, into that's it. Dream, man. I think yeah. I have a music video of you. I think Shuff did make a music video for me. I'm pretty sure I did in college. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Last week there was this, uh, these, there was a drum circle happening at like 2 p.m. on the beach, and I was like, uh-huh. I just woke up. I was just hovering over him. I was like. I can't uh, believe this is happening right now. This is unbelievable. And, and there, I said, I'll be back in a half hour. So I came back and I had like my, I bring like bongos and chimes. Like the djembe? Yeah, I got the djembe and all that. And I, and I, we just jammed for like an hour. That's it was so just like fucking cool, dude. Yeah. People were dancing and shit. That was really cool. You know what oh that reminds God, me of? That reminds awesome. me of, um, what do you call it on Fridays in the Jewish religion. Remember when we were in Israel and Tel Aviv and they had it's that big Shabbat. drum? Is that Shabbat? Yeah. But remember they had that big, what? Well, she's looking at me like I'm crazy. We were in Israel, in Tel Aviv, part of a drum circle on Shabbat on the beach. I don't you don't remember that? We were drinking the beers and you could buy them from the corner and everybody was playing the drums and dancing. That's, that's what I want here. That's like... I do not remember that. It was like, that's the number one thing I remember about that trip. It was wild. I have like two pictures of us in the drum things. <laughs> So yeah, I played the last drum I played was a timpani, and that was in like the eighth grade concert band, and I was a timpist, a timpaniist. <laughs> and late, I was the role of thunder, and I remember playing uh, the song that was hot then was because um, Lion King was out. It was yeah. um, "Can You Feel the Love Tonight," <laughs> and I was like the boom, 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 boom. <laughs> that was uh, that was some Phil Collins shit. Phil Collins, there you go. Right, 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 right. right. A but jam it, band in Brigantine? I don't understand. No, not a jam band. No, a drum line, circle. Drum a drum circle in drum Brigantine circle. Beach. <laughs> Brigantine. I would join up. I thought that's where you were. I'm in Margate. Margate. Yeah. Oh, okay. Margate's even better. I you used were to, really close to the dog beach then. Yeah, very close. I actually really like Margate. I used to, <clears throat> back in the, a couple years back, I worked for a company in Jersey and I had a couple customers in Margate. So I would travel down there in the summers quite a bit. Um, one was like a huge real estate office we did IT stuff for that's, you know, sold property, whatever. But I always remember Margate feeling like less of a deep beach town and more of a town town. Because yeah. I feel like most of the houses in Margate are like legit houses. And they're not like, you know, like pop-ups or, or, or ones that like, like it feels like to me that families live in Margate I'll, when I was driving through it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much what it is. There's still some kids here. There's schools. I mean, like, right. that's kind of like. I think that's sometimes home. beach. I never think of beach places having like their own school. Like somebody goes to Seattle high school, like. Yeah. Wildwood yeah. has a school. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 Abby's I friend, I think. Right. Is it Angie? Yeah. Her brother-in-law went to Wildwood. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, there's 
there's families that live in beach town yeah. i know someone that moved to ocean city jersey full-time and they have kids and right they love All it. Right, we've, we've held off long enough teddy let's get to the coffee bud oh man <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta hear about the process i gotta hear about the beans um i need some pronto i'll i'll order it myself but i need to hear how it started how did you get into it and how did um, it get to where it is you know, it was a hot summer night literally it was just a hot old summer night in philly and i'm drinking coffee at my friend's house at like 10 p.m. with with Patrick, who you might know. Have you ever meet Pat? He's the other owner in this whole... I don't think I've met him. I see his name mentioned a lot, but... He's he's my fraternity brother. I guess that's how we met, but truthfully, we're just what best fraternity? friends. That's crazy. No way. What Do you know the letters? Uh, Theta Chi. I mean, I know... Yes, I know them, but uh, I have to remember that the Theta has a squiggly thing through the O. That's so true. Like, I... I remember we had to learn the, the Greek letters, and I forgot every single other one except <laughs> except those. I don't remember any. Abby was Greek. Abby's Alpha Phi, and Shuff was Kappa Sig. Uh, yeah, cool. I mean, I don't really know if it's cool. I hope you had a good That's time. <laughs> like, I did not care at all that even about. And it was funny too. I mean, I guess I did. I was the president, but I don't remember. Like, <laughs> but like, I never cared. I never cared about the actual letters about it. It was right, like, right, right. It was just a way to meet people and, and socialize and be with people. I was already friends with everybody before I joined, and it was right. just like, all right, well, why not? And um, yeah. and I ended up living with uh, just recently. That's who Alexis and I moved from. I was with those guys for seven years. Wow, uh, but two, two mainly. So there was three of us together for seven years. They're, they've been together going on nine. Wow, living together after college. So like the party never stopped, and we we've been hanging out with so what 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 year teddy i I gotta ask because i have a like a really good friend of mine that went there um robbie young i don't know what year are you are you this around the same age as me 34 35 uh 29 oh wow i'm such a jerk teddy you are way younger than me so you did not know yeah, now I, I feel old. Shit. <laughs> Fuck, I'm old. It's just a number. It is just a number, but I feel old. That's like me saying, like, oh, my buddy graduated in 1999. Teddy's like, yeah, 2013. Dude, <laughs> no one, I never remember names. Everyone on campus. Really? Everyone on campus. That's I, we had some good times at Widener, though. I thought they did a lot. And probably when you were there, a lot of the newer setups were there. Some of the new buildings, um, you know, and that campus, I feel like, is is I, I've had like a lot of crazy personal memories there from living like so close, but I always love like hearing that people that like make lifelong friends there, like hang out. Like it's, it's yeah. because yeah. it's like that intermediate kind of school area where it's not in a burb, you're kind of near the city, but it's like a little bit of both, you know? I mean, this weekend coming up, we're celebrating a 30th for, for uh, again, like I get, it's so funny now. I look back, I'm like, oh yeah, we were fraternity brothers. Like we still are, but like we've just been best friends. That's really what it is. And it's, we're so yeah. we're all getting together, at least five of us. So yeah, Pat and I were um, partying. We were tired. We had a cup of coffee at a friend's house, and we we're like, hey man, why don't we do this? So, like that was it. We were just like, this is with something we love. We, we know we love it, and we just got hooked up with some. I really, if it weren't for people being really nice to us, I don't know if we'd be in it. Like the warehouse in Texas that sources all these beans from different countries are willing to work with us and send us like a million samples of different beans roasted a bunch of ways. And we were like, okay, what if we did this? And so they kept sending us stuff. And then we started with a roaster upon a referral in North Carolina to roast the beans because we don't have a roaster. So um, we still, we still, 
now now it's an Audubon, Pennsylvania, closer to Conchi. We have now um, a facility there that does our roasting per our specifications. But we do all the creative stuff behind it, and we do all the packaging and the mailing and the customer's base and service and all that. Um, we know how it's roasted. I mean, one day I'd love to have a roaster, but you know, it's been a real ground up organization in that it's, oh yeah, another thing. I mean, I have been through the rainer and starting a business before, and I did not want to put a lot of money in. Like I had officially declared bankruptcy already in my lifetime. Like I don't need, wow. it was like, I'm not doing that again. So I wanted to just start an, an operation that would go very, could start without much like anxiety over starting. Yeah. That's a good, that's a really cool way to start it. Yeah. And, and now all of a sudden, like, man, we've been getting the quarantines. I mean, it's funny. It, funny ain't the right word for it, but like <laughs> what's bad for others. And there's so much fucking chaos going on in the world. Blah, blah, blah. And I, we could, you know, list like 10 things right now that suck, but for good times, coffee company, for whatever reason, people have been ordering and like, yeah. so happy about the coffee and it's because a lot of people you know whether they're oh. in yeah they're home more or they're just deciding to try something new or whatever and people business. like yeah. yeah and you know i already know our coffee's awesome i like i went over to my cousins today <laughs> to stop by to give her an order on the island um i pat came over this past week and i said yo dude bring me oh, a cool. little i got people who need orders and so I got to try that llama too, by the way. Remind hey, me. The alpaca. The, one, the, the alpaca. Way. That's what I meant. The I, new one, by the way. We're llamas. They're, that's an alpaca. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. So I drop it off to my cousins and I get there and she's like, I got a little bit of coffee left, but it's not, it's not good times. So I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, I know. like, because she's like, yeah, it's not very good. And everyone, everyone I talk to, like, when they drink it and they know it and it's just, it's a whole different like experience for them and they have fun and how they make it every morning. And like, that's what it is really. It's, it's just it's fun. The best coffee. Uh, Abby just dropped it in the chat. I need to know if this was your idea. Seaside sloth. It, I am. <laughs> I am the seaside sloth. You are the seaside <laughs> sloth. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. That's the newest tried it. We need to. Yeah, yeah, that one's. I think I got to get the shirt too. Oh my god, I can't believe you didn't tell me how sick the merch was. I was merch everywhere we go, any brewery, any concert, any. I have a merch problem. I have a merch merch problem. problem. I can't believe you didn't put a shirt. I'm going to because I'm going to make a big order. Well, I haven't known where our living situation was. TBD. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, when you're ready, man. Pass. Yeah, no, I'm going to order some. I'm going to order some soon. You guys are going what? Do you have your own website? I mean, Pat, oh, there he is. Oh, there's Pat, a shirt. That's the genius, man. He made me this shirt. This is a good one. I uh, love, I love that one. Yeah, this one's all, it's kind of like a half long sleeve kind of deal. Yeah, Perfect. yeah. Uh, I love the long sleeves. Who's doing all the design work for you? Uh, Mostly Pat. Like, that's really? Cool. Yeah, I do a lot I of the writing. you it yourself. I'm sorry I'm properly folding this on live Zoom right now. <laughs> is that though? <laughs> what? Is that a prop, that's a proper fold? I, I go with the roll technique. There's much more room. Okay. Yeah, that is a, it is good for space. How, when, I, when I pack for long trips, I do the roll. How long has Good Times Coffee been incorporated or in effect? Oh, uh, shit. 2018. So it's probably about two years right now. Or four? Oh. No. Maybe three incorporated. Wow. Like the operation, like, I can't tell you when all of a sudden we started getting orders. Like, 
it was all of a sudden. I don't know. We we came up with two coffees. Um, we had we sat down in our Kanchi home with about twelve people. Some of them barely knew us, and some of them were friends forever. It was like a Sunday. We're having we Pat and I made survey sheets, and we literally all sat down and tried one like two ounce cups each 12 different times of different coffees and different and wow. like a little blind survey that house was wired what's that you guys were wired up you're sweating and wired and like <laughs> like by the time round 10 was out we're just like i don't know if i could do it and um and we went with the the top one that ended up being our original blend and uh it led me to mexico as well like so like it was really a coffee just built by the people, man. Just like awesome. right? coffee for like the people, those. by the people. Yeah, in if no no other place. Yeah. yeah. So we incorporated back in Philly, but now that I think about it, yeah, Kanji was where we um, actually got our first products out on the line, out for sale, and all that. And uh, it's been pretty cool. I mean, it's been pretty. Do, do you mainly just distribute based on orders, or like, do you have any where you're like? People have good time coffees in their coffee shop. Only one place. Um, only one place. I'd love to do more, except I say that, but I also say, damn, fucking busy. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know how people become entrepreneurs and all it's that difficult, shit. difficult, man. A- Abby's always all about it. And we did it a little bit with these t-shirts we did. And we were working 15 and 16 hour days doing our regular day job and then doing this thing. And like, it's, it's, it's difficult. And you really got to like what you're doing too, when you're doing it. You know what I mean? If it's extra work, you yeah. know, here, yeah. uh, what store, what store the coffee? Oh, no, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know. It's a farmer's market. Um, okay. and they don't actually sell it under the good times label, but they love it's a, it's the alpaca, but they don't call it that, but really? I mean, they, love, they absolutely love it. Um, I mean, it's, it's really, I don't even want to give away all our secrets. It's so simple. It's <laughs> like, it's just our, our love behind it for doing what we do. And when Pat and I sit down, it's one of those things that I didn't know I'd ever um, be able to tell you what notes a coffee is. Like, I didn't right. know, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. interesting. And I, yeah, um, I mean, I think it's too, it, it, it's, and, and I think we'll wrap it up because it goes back to the same thing, right? Like you're having fun doing something with your friends and if it happens to make you money, awesome. times. like that's what it is. And I'm there. So, you know, I'm not rushing to uh, cold call businesses right now because right. honestly, like our thing has just been growing naturally. I don't know what's gonna hap- what's gonna happen with it. That's kind of the beauty behind it. I'm we're very- in the same situation with what we're doing with the podcast too, and I feel like it wouldn't have happened had the slowdown not happened. Like, right? And 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 it's unfortunate that it did, but it's given us an opportunity to get this creative outlet. Me and Chef have been talking about it for years. Abby stepped in without a beat. Like, we're talking to awesome people. It's been so exciting. We're so yeah. jazzed that you came on, Teddy. Like, um, I super appreciate you taking the time, and it, you know, I think it worked out pretty perfect. And, uh, you know, I think everybody learned a little something on the call. We learned some stuff about you. <laughs> Lifelong friend. We're going to get Shuff to do some yoga, and I hope you come back sometime for sure. Yeah, this was good times, Teddy, for sure. Yeah, one quick that story works. before we went. One quick story. Yeah, go ahead. I'm out paddleboarding over the weekend, and I go out far. I go out where you can't hear the waves anymore. I'm out like past the boats because I, I like just sit down out there, you know, it's, it's nice. I start making my way in and on my way in, I'm headed towards camp on the beach and I see like a whole pot of dolphins, no less than a hundred. Get out of here. And 
I've done, I mean, I've paddleboarded with the dolphins before, but I mean, this was insanely close. And there's this other surfer now coming in from the beach. He turned out to be a longboard beach patrolman, uh, or a longboard, a longboard beach patrolman. He's on a surfboard doing beach patrol, whatever. Right. Surfboard. And, uh, yeah, right. His name's Ned. And, uh, and I'm Ted, obviously. And so, right. <laughs> but anyways, he ended up knowing my brother who's on the longboard beach patrol. So we're talking, wow. me and him are just like having the time of our fucking lives, just swimming, paddleboarding with the dolphins. I fucking love the water so much. I love the water. And so my brother told me the story as he heard it from Ned. And he's like, and all of a sudden, this guy just comes out of the ocean. And, <laughs> like, and it was me. I was the seaside sloth all along, man, like I said. I mean, I just... I like, the seaside sloth. I feel like, I mean, I was really just enjoying my time out there. It was one of those pinnacle moments of life, you know? You're having a blast out there. Yeah, a blast, man. It's and awesome. And, you know... That's really good times, man. We, yeah. we do a beach week at the, we're going to do, we have a beach week in Seattle. We're going to have to meet up one night and get some grub or do something while we're there for sure. Let me know. I appreciate it. It was fun. Yeah. Thanks again, dude. Hey, we'll definitely have you, you back, Teddy. I appreciate you jumping on, man. Yeah. So, so whenever you do your, your first virtual class, let me know. Yeah. Stuff's in. Look, we got them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. All right. Well, all right, Teddy. We're so grateful you joined us for today's episode. Please go ahead and leave us a review here on the podcast. And if you love our content, we're also on Instagram and Facebook at Be Easy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and drop us a note, even over email, beeasypodpod at gmail.com. Maybe you'll join us for a future episode. So until next time, friends, be easy.